From Seoul, Korea, KBS World Radio News Today starts right now. On today's broadcast, President Yoon Seung-il vetoes a special bill to establish an independent investigation into the 2022 Itaewon crowd crush disaster. The government demands Japan's foreign minister immediately recant claims that Korea's Tokyo islands are Japanese territory. And North Korea conducts its third missile test in under a week. South Korea's JCS believes the regime is pushing to accelerate the performance of its missiles. This is KBS World Radio News. I'm Daniel Cha. President Yoon Seung-il has vetoed a special bill to establish an independent investigation into the 2022 Itaewon crowd crush disaster that resulted in 159 deaths and nearly 200 injuries. The government instead promised to set up a special committee on state support for victims and their families. Yoon Seung-il reports. A special bill on the 2022 Itaewon crush disaster that passed in the opposition-dominated parliament on January 9th was vetoed by President Yoon Seung-il on Tuesday. Earlier in the day, the cabinet approved a motion requesting the National Assembly to reconsider the contentious bill, a prelude to Yoon's ninth veto since taking office in May 2022. Presiding over the cabinet meeting, Prime Minister Han Deok-su emphasized the unconstitutionality of the special bill in terms of the special pro panel's authority to seek a search and seizure warrant. The prime minister also noted concerns that the composition of the panel will compromise fairness and neutrality based on selection as stipulated under the bill. The government has instead pledged to establish a victim support committee to draw up support measures for the victims and their families, such as expanded medical fee payouts and compensation before a final court ruling. The government also vowed to consult with the families to create a memorial venue for the victims and to prepare steps to revitalize the economy in the Itaewon neighborhood. The ruling People Power Party, for its part, has proposed a renegotiation of the bill, adding that it is willing to agree to the passage so long as its contentious clauses are removed. The main opposition Democratic Party, on the other hand, criticized the president's veto for lacking justification, arguing that no compensation can be rendered without revealing the truth behind the tragedy. Yoon Soo-hyang, KBS World, Radio News. The bereaved families of the victims of the 2022 Itaewon crowd crush said President Yoon Seung-il, government officials and ruling party lawmakers have committed a crime that will be forever remembered in history. An association of such families and civic groups unveiled such a stance in a news conference on Tuesday with regard to Yoon's move to veto a special bill to establish an independent investigation into the crowd surge that resulted in 159 deaths and nearly 200 injuries. The families and civic groups said the decision to veto the bill was irresponsible and foolish, adding that the president's right to veto a bill is not a right that can be executed indefinitely. The family said the government had disregarded the family's request for light to be shed on the tragedy in the most insulting manner. The government has called on Japanese Foreign Minister Yoko Kamikawa to immediately recant claims that South Korea's Tokyo Islets are Japanese territory. In a statement released under the name of the Foreign Ministry spokesperson, the government said it strongly protests the repeated territorial claims over the islets, which are clearly South Korean territory historically, geographically, and under international law. The government then reiterated it will certainly deal with any provocation from Japan regarding Tokyo before stressing that Tokyo must realize that repeatedly making such claims is of no help to building future-oriented ties with South Korea. Kamikawa made the sovereignty claim over Tokyo early in the day when she delivered a policy speech before Parliament. It marked the 11th consecutive year 
A Japanese foreign ministry included such a claim in their annual policy speech. North Korea waited all of two days to conduct another cruise missile test, with a third launch in under a week. South Korea's Joint Chiefs of Staff said that the North appears to be conducting the test as part of efforts to accelerate the performance of the missiles. Tom McCarthy has more on the latest provocation. North Korea launched another cruise missile toward the Yellow Sea on Tuesday. South Korea's Joint Chiefs of Staff announced that the launch was detected at around 7 a.m., believed to be of the recently unveiled Pulhwasal 331 strategic missile from around Pyongyang. South Korean and U.S. intelligence authorities are analyzing the details of the unidentified weapons, while the JCS said surveillance of the North has increased in collaboration with the U.S. The JCS has speculated that the series of tests are a part of efforts to advance the capabilities of the missiles to be launched from land as well as both above and below sea with nuclear warheads mounted. Military officials in Seoul estimate that the missiles have a range of 2,000 kilometers. The firing is the second in only two days and the third in under a week after North Korea announced last Thursday that it conducted the first test launch the day before of the all-new Pulhwasal 331. Pyongyang again claimed on Monday to have tested the missiles the previous day, this time that they were submarine-launched cruise missiles, although the assertion was dismissed as highly unlikely by the JCS based on the requisite technical developments. Tom McCarthy, KBS World Radio News. About 30% of the nation's daycare centers and kindergartens are expected to disappear in four years as a record low birth rate trend continues. According to a report by the Korea Institute of Child Care and Education on Tuesday, The number of daycare centers across the nation plunged 21% from 39,000 in 2018 to 30,900 in 2022. The number of kindergartens, meanwhile, slipped 5.1% during the period from about 9,000 to about 8,500. The report predicted a steeper drop in the coming years due to the declining birth rate, projecting the combined number of childcare centers and kindergartens to drop from over 39,000 in 2022. To 26,637 in 2028. The estimate predicts that some 12,400 or some 31.8% of those facilities will close in just six years. The U.S. Chamber of Commerce has voiced opposition to South Korea's proposed regulations to curb the dominance of large online platform businesses. Charles Freeman, Senior Vice President for Asia at the U.S. Chamber, issued a statement on Monday. Expressing concerns about Seoul's apparent rush to pass platform legislation that reportedly targets a small group of large platform businesses to curb market dominance and ban unfair market activities, the law is expected to impose regulations on major platform players, including Naver and Kakao from South Korea, as well as U.S. tech giants such as Apple, Google, Amazon, and Meta. With South Korea's Fair Trade Commission expected to release a proposal of the legislation next month. The U.S. Chamber said that the full text of any proposed legislation should be made publicly available, calling on Seoul to provide sufficient opportunity for dialogue with a range of stakeholders, including the U.S. business community and Washington. The Chamber claimed that it has monitored similar legislative discussions in multiple countries, and these platform proposals are deeply flawed. It added that these regulations trample on competition that benefit consumers. Ignore good regulatory practices fundamental to sound oversight models, and position governments to violate their trade commitments by arbitrarily targeting foreign firms. The country's whiskey imports surpassed 30,000 tons for the first time to hit an all-time high last year. 
According to data by the Korea Customs Service on Tuesday, imports of whiskey products came to 30,586 tons in 2023, up 13.1% from a year earlier. Inbound shipments of whiskey dropped from 20,000 tons in 2019 to around 16,000 tons in 2021, before soaring to 27,000 tons in 2022 and surpassing 30,000 tons last year for the first time. The surge is attributed to the rising popularity of whiskey-based cocktails among young consumers. South Korean figure skater Shin Ji-ha captured a silver medal in women's single free skating in the Winter Youth Olympics underway in Gangwon Province. Shin scored a total of 125.35 points in the single free skating event held at the Gangneung Ice Arena on Tuesday. She won it with her combined score, including her short program score, totaling 191.83 points. Shimada Mao of Japan took the gold with a total score of 196.99 points. Shin is the second female figure skater to win a medal in single skating in the Winter Youth Olympics, which first began in 2012. And that's the news from KBS World Radio's News Century in Seoul. This has been Daniel Chen.